0: Today's podcast is sponsored by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com/doctrine. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles,
0: Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. And I
2: am Pat Aldridge, Community Life Pastor here at Redeemer Fellowship. And my best friend. That's
0: right, he is here.
1: Pat is back in the mm-hmm. house. Some we got of- the Joe Fett!
2: Okay, nobody likes
1: that.
0: Everyone loves it. Nobody Everyone likes wants Joe to, Fat. They come all on. thought
1: it was dumb. No, they, they all, all were dumb. like, that no. Joe Fat? In fact, let me
0: tell you, I heard that this Joe today. That Joe Fat is P-H-A-T fat.
1: I literally, Pretty hot and tempting. I literally had this conversation today. Oh, with who? With someone with today? A, with a listener. I, this is a truth statement. Mm-hmm. Right, no line. Not not being funny. I can't, I can't right. trust you. No, no, you can trust me. This is real. Had this conversation today with a listener, mm-hmm. not a member of this church, mm-hmm. not a listener of the podcast. Here's what he said. Uh, Fofo is holding you back. And that you could beat Rob Bell if you had less FOFO. You could be Rob Bell, beat Rob Bell in the podcast rankings. And he said, he said you got to control the FOFO. And I said, you can't control the wind, son. He's like, he's this that's is very his, hurtful. Why would nickname, you tell me the this wind. story? Oh well, wait till I tell you who it was.
0: Oh, who was? Oh, I, I already have an idea. Oh, who was that? Oh, I'm not saying names. Okay, okay, you ready? Yep. Matthew Hampel. You know what? You could tell Matt. <laughs> Matt, I'm starting to unlike your photos as we speak on Instagram. <laughs> no, we were just <laughs> joking around. Um, hopefully, maybe yeah, not. No, I guess no, I guess no one likes the fofo. No, everybody likes fofo. Apparently not, but I'm trying to have the Joe fat here. That's why oh, I need you,
2: Pat. Gosh, That's dude. why
0: I like when you're around. Because you about, build me up.
2: So, so here's my question mm-hmm. before we even get started. Mm-hmm. Are you going to try not to offend my wife?
0: Oh,
1: that would be.
2: a Well, wait
0: a second. Hold on. Man, I you did just not. offended
1: Japan recently.
0: I, okay. That was good. <laughs> First of all, it was you're taking it out of context. Second of all, I was No there. promises. No promises. <laughs> no promises. All right, that's no fair promises. Enough. It's a national pastime to offend Cheryl. All right, so uh, what's some good
1: share? Something before we get started, we're going to talk about something cool here. But before we get into it, mm-hmm. something good. What are you guys excited about? Something new that's been happening lately.
0: Well, we have Pat here. So okay. I would like to hear from Pat first as our guest yeah. and my best friend. Go ahead, Pat.
2: Um can I have two? You can have two, yeah, you can have as many okay. as you want. Um oh, the first so one was Sunday night and the silent auction that we did here at Redeemer Fellowship.
0: Yeah. Dang it, I was gonna take that one. I should have gone first. You should have gone first. You had know, the opportunity. I gotta opportunity. go
2: for you. Um our youth raised $5,400 for Operation Christmas Child. Which, yeah, U.S. dollars. Which blew... <laughs> Nobody thinks you're talking in pesos. Paul.
0: Well, you never know. I'm just trying to say it. We got lots of listeners from all over the world. I just want to make sure they know it's U.S. dollars. Right.
2: So, our guy Jake is killing the youth ministry thing for us. In a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not what killing
0: I say it. Yeah, when you say he's killing it, it's you you know, killing youth ministry. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> our kids no longer want to come out <laughs>
1: um, oh no, he's killing in a good way what's just, the last week we had four renunciations of faith it was awesome oh thanks pat <laughs>
0: that's
2: what we do so no um the second thing was um jake and i had the opportunity last week to go to the d6 conference which oh, was yeah. really good for both of us and heard some great speakers heard a few not so great speakers can you explain what the
0: d6 conference is for those that might not know
2: um D6 stands for Deuteronomy 6. It's the passage love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength teach him to your children as you walk along the way as you mm-hmm. rise as you lay down um basically family discipleships um things and how the church needs to embrace that um <clears throat> but it was it was it was a good time for him and I to get away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got fed a lot um spiritually just the guys that we heard from, you know. A lot of good speakers, a few that I took issue with, but that's a whole other. There's always, there's always
1: some, you know, there's always some stuff on the plate. You're like, why is that on there? Mm -hmm. You know, you go to a nice restaurant, you're like, I don't want that on there. Like when I get my sushi, I don't want that ginger. I don't eat that ginger. That's gross. The ginger's to cleanse your palate. No, I don't need to cleanse my palate, man. I just want to shove all the sushi in there. No, but you want to cleanse it, so you get the full. Pat, do you eat the ginger? Do you eat the ginger? The what? The ginger. what'd you you say though? The ginger. The ginger. Did you eat that ginger? (laughs)
2: Uh, I do not. Yeah. See, there you go.
1: No, see, you eat the you've ginger. Had, you've had sushi like two times in your life. Okay. Yeah, boy, but both times I had cook? I had ginger. Mm, all right. uh, and it tastes great. What about you?
0: What was good for you this the
1: uh, past week or so?
0: This past week? Yeah. Or uh, anything recent that you're just excited about. What am I really excited about? Uh, I am excited to be here with Pat. Okay, you have nothing to say. No, no, I'm really excited. Jimmy. Because I have a lot of fun with Joe. Jimmy. But I have a lot of fun with my best friend, Pat. Jimmy, how's your math class going, dude? You know what, Pat? Yeah. Uh, my second best friend. That is just not the way we should be doing things. My math class is going. Jimmy's you know, taking math. I'm taking math. It's, it's really awesome. Math 101. Kind of feel like math 101. is, 101. Math is yeah. really
1: taking Jimmy is what's happening here.
0: So I'm throwing this out there for $500. Whoever wants to log into my online course. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. I could get a. I can get a C on my own. But so you got to get better than that. At you least gotta a B. B. You got to. If you can a get a B minus or better, yeah. Let's go. You know,
1: there's some church planters out there right
0: now. Yeah, that are emailing they're emailing <laughs> right you right now. Right now, <laughs> there you mind.
1: go.
0: How about you, Joe? Uh,
1: okay, so there's a lot of good things. I will say one thing that just happened uh, today. This is going to be released much later, but um, we were all kind of squawking about the ESV freezing their translation oh, in perpetuity. Yeah. I read that and uh, made a couple tweaks that I wasn't a big fan of in terms of translation and interpretation, but. No, oh, that's okay. But then they, we're going to freeze the translation yeah. in perpetuity. and uh, Which means what? Uh, I don't know. And um, it means forever. <laughs> uh, in perpetuity. It will forevermore be this way. And Well, just remember, I don't have math, so I don't even know what we're talking about now. So uh, we were all kind of like bummed out by this because it just seemed like the wrong move. And it was dumb. On a lot of different levels. And then because Crossway is legit and awesome, and we love the ESV, They came out today with a statement saying, "Hey, you know what? That was a mistake. Yeah, Uh, we're sorry about that. That's not going to happen. We're going to keep working on this translation. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was really good.
0: Really good news. Yeah, it takes humility, right? Like it just takes humility uh, and just an openness to the work of the Spirit. To first of all, just admit, hey, you know, we made a mistake, and then to reverse course on that. Yeah, man. I read it. It was really good. It wasn't like wasn't trying to like shy away from it. They were just very nope. no.
1: They were very mad. Like, hey, yep. this was a bad idea. <laughs> that we're gonna own it. Yeah and, and
2: we're gonna fix this. All and right. even in their letter, like when when I read it, it was like there was a reason behind it. They weren't just doing it just to do it. Right. Right. And and you know, I get the I get the heart behind that. Yeah. But yeah,
1: I don't. I don't for a minute question the motives of, those, of the guys at, he,
0: at Crossway. I think they're
1: great. It's funny because none of us have mentioned this article today to each other, but we all read
0: it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh, we didn't have a chance. We all just got together. Well, I guess you guys might have had the chance. We had the... No, we didn't. We no, you guys, had, you guys had pastoral Se- development. We had separate so had,
1: schedules and then yep. lots of meetings, lots and lots of meetings today. So now it's, uh, we just had an elders meeting. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. It was a long one. And now we're going to hang out and uh, we're going to talk about children's ministry.
0: Bam. Yeah, People have been asking. They want. They want. The they Pat attack they're at, back. They're,
1: they're asking they for pat, pat attack back. And he, so he's here. A couple of you said, "Don't ever have him back on." But that's not cool. Don't say that. That's not nice. That's not but, true. Pat. But most of you, eh, it's like about ten. But it but, was but, no but then, but most of you said, uh, "We want more
2: Pat." So basically, half your listeners then. Oh, oh dang, Pat, dude, dude.
1: That, you're supposed to be the nice. Come one. on, you're not supposed to be. Wow, one. the fangs come out. So we're gonna talk about children's ministry. <laughs> too soon. And, too so-
0: wait. Wow. Why would you? <laughs> why is it too soon? <laughs>
1: Listen, don't, Pat's going to try and make jokes. Pat's about as funny as Les and Tanner on, on the Reform podcast. That's hurtful. So, no, I'm kidding. You're way funnier than that. Okay. I was totally kidding. Oh, goodness. So we can't talk about children's ministry without yeah. bringing in Pat for a few reasons. Number one, Pat is a great dad. Mm-hmm. He loves his kids. He disciples his kids. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is because of Pat's role here at Redeemer, and we'll let him explain. Uh, And number three, because we're always looking for an excuse to just hang out and get together. So, Pat, in case we have people here who weren't listening when you came on the first time, uh, let everybody know who you are, what your role is here at Redeemer.
2: So, Pat Aldridge, I um, oversee—I'm community life pastor here, which means that I'm overseeing all of our smaller gatherings, um, which include— Children's ministry, youth ministry, community groups, discipleship groups. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm overseeing and and um you know raising up leaders in those ministries mm-hmm. to, to do that. Like Jake. Uh, yeah.
1: This guy that right. oversees youth ministry, you've mentored him, coached him, discipled him, you continue
0: to do that with him. Yeah. Great. And it's a great way for you to get all the credit that he does. Absolutely. Because you did everything. Yeah. yeah. In him. Yeah. Just, First cause. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Keep going.
2: Um and it's funny that that cuz i was talking to a few people at the conference that, that Jake and i were at the D6 conference like if i had it my way i'd i'd be much more comfortable in my role just being children's and family ministry like that's mm. what i'm i'm most passionate about that's what i you know i enjoy that's where a lot of the joy for ministry comes these other things because they fit together in that have kind of fallen onto my plate that's right, because I ain't doing it, and that's what—that's the other thing I tell <laughs> and, and, people. Yeah, that's just, we,
0: we don't want you. No, to do nobody it. wants. There, me to there's do a it. difference here, right? Like Pat has a heart for it. Yeah. Not only the heart. There's people that have heart that have no skill. Right. Pat's got the heart and skill. No, if I was look, I barely hold it together in teaching
1: adults without crossing the line. There's no way I'd be able to regularly work with. kids How do
0: you cross the president?
2: line? So, anyways, <laughs> um, would you like that list alphabetically? Yeah, I don't want. Uh, I,
1: I don't want. No,
2: we'll
0: provide him in the show notes. Pat,
1: really, we we might. Pat does a great job here, Mm -hmm. um, and he's been with us for years. And Pat was, you know, one of the uh, men that I planted, or that we plant, we planted together with uh, with another couple, the very first church plant. And he's been with us from the beginning here of Redeemer Fellowship, of course. And so um, we're blessed to have him. So, Pat, we're going to talk about children's ministry. We'll see where this goes. We really haven't. Um, prepared, but why don't you? Maybe you could start with Deuteronomy six and just explain to us um, the importance of ministry mm-hmm. to children.
2: Um, we at Redeemer, um, based on passages like Deuteronomy six, the "Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength." Teach these to your children as you rise up, as you walk along the way, as you lay down. Um, paint them on the doorposts of your of your home. It's that idea that parents are the primary disciple makers of their children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've read the crazy stats that are out there that children's and youth ministry workers get approximately forty hours a year with their students, where moms and dads have over three hundred hours. So, who's going to have the more influence? Yeah, good or bad, it is it, really no comparison. At best, the church is going to supplement what's going on at home and so um you know we want our parents to realize their their critical role mm-hmm. in in raising up their kids this, is something, I, yeah, this is something
1: that i love about like the emphasis that pat brings which is when he <sighs> talks about children's ministry it is never um uh exclusively church in fact yeah. uh you know when when you talk about it pat it is very much like well no Children's ministry happens in the home and it happens in the church. It's, it, it's got to involve both. And, and the critical aspect of it, the most critical aspect of it, is with mom and dad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been in churches in the past where it was almost this expectation that the youth leader or the children's ministry leader was, was raising their children up spiritually. And so if little Johnny wasn't walking faith with, faithfully with the Lord, the parents are like, oh, well, yeah. what the heck? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. What's going on? What, what's going on with our youth program? Uh, and we've I,
2: seen over the years yeah. that's why a lot of the, a lot of kids who grew up in church get into college and out exactly. of college, and they 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 walk away from their faith at least for a while.
0: Yeah, because they haven't had that teaching or that upbringing at home. Right. Uh, and I think I love that that the emphasis here, like like Joe was saying, is that it starts at home. And one of the things I've I've benefited from, my family has benefited from, has been you know Pat's instruction. Two parents on here are some resources and here's some ways that you could shepherd your children well. Mm-hmm.
1: What are some of your favorite resources, Pat? The ones that you've used maybe in your family or that you've seen other people use effectively. Um, like we've, we've in the past, you've used a v- bunch of different things, uh, one of them being the, the children's catechism. Mm-hmm. Um, but what resources have you used uh, and do you favor in doing children's ministry at home?
2: Um, it starts with the Jesus Storybook Bible. I think I yeah. think that's kind of the so the, the standard really mm-hmm. for kids Bibles. It because it connects redemptive history. Mm-hmm. It 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 all points to Jesus. And um you know, we've used the New City Catechism at home. We've done you know, we've read different psalms and proverbs at different times and kind of walked through that as a family. Um, what else have we used? I
1: think you for, um, you introduced me to something by Star Mead.
2: Do you remember that? I think that was her name.
1: hmm I remember uh, that.
2: Teaching Hearts, Training Minds, yeah, or something that's like right, that.
1: that. that's right. Is that the Westminster?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Bruce Ware has a good book out for um, teens, walking them through theological questions.
1: Like the Eternal Subordination of the Son to the Father? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no way! Where? Yeah. Oh!
0: I had to
1: do it.
2: Don't you wish we that at least somebody had perfect theology that we could learn from? <laughs> we we do. His name was Jesus. And, <laughs>
0: and I love that juke. Go oh. ahead
1: and listen to him. Um,
0: yeah, well, we have cool. something better. We have Pat.
1: So what? Uh, what about you, Jim? If, if that, you like, because uh, your kids are little. Yeah, like you. Your oldest
0: is five, five or six. Five. Yeah. five. So um what have you used effectively in your home? It's actually been the Jesus Storybook Bible. It's so good. That uh that Pat recommended and really kind of not pushed, but you know, you just you really spoke of the merits of it. Uh and so yeah, our kids um they ask for it. They want to, you know, I oftentimes will see, you know, Cohen with that just on the side on his own in the afternoon just kind of looking through it and Ariana will bring it to me and ask, "Hey, story," you know. And so we'll talk about it. Um, We've used that. We've also been using at at our CG, uh, because we have a family devotional time. CG. Community group. At our community group, we have a family devotional time. And so we've we've done the Jesus Storybook Bible, but we've also done... uh, those children's books by R.C. Sproul, yeah, those are good. Uh, and so that one's been that one's been good as well. It's more for an older age group, you know, because they're they're a bit st- longer stories. But what I like about it is at the end of each story, there is like notes for the parent. Here's some things to hit up. Here's some things to ask your kids. Here's some questions to kind of go through together, and then helping that helping to kind of point to the gospel. Mm. Uh, and so we even had it at, at community group or or personally where a kid will kind of be like, are they talking about Jesus right now? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we are talking about Jesus. It's always about Jesus. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed those. It's Jesus Storybook Bible, as well as R.C. Sproul's children's books.
2: For our community group right now, we're, we've just started going through Marty Machowski's new book, Theology. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically te- teaching theology to kids yeah. and it's breaking it down for them. And um, the kids really responded well to that. It's great, man. I mm-hmm. love it.
1: So, you know, we're focusing right now on, on children's ministry at home, you know, family ministry. Yeah. Pat, what are some of the basic in your experience as you're, you know, teaching parents and, and working with them? What are some of the the obstacles that they face or that you face when you're trying to disciple your kids? What are the things that tend to discourage parents or get in the way of, of get, taking this seriously?
2: The biggest thing that gets in the way is just their fear and apprehension of doing it. Yeah, Like, they don't... They don't know how to do it with with kids, mm-hmm. you know. They get discipleship with other adults, sure. or other people their age, or relatively speaking. Um, but it's a different animal when you have to be able to break it down to, for a child to yeah, understand.
1: Definitely, I
2: see that a lot,
1: and I think one of the things that comes to my mind is that you can feel defeated before you even really get going. Because when you're dealing, especially with smaller kids, they ain't paying attention. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. They're going to, they're going to jump around. They're they're going to, they're going to get distracted. They're going to, you'll be in the middle of the most
1: poignant thing that you're reading or saying. And they'll want to ask a question about Dora, the Explorer or something Mm -hmm. that has no bearing on what you're talking about. And so it's easy for parents to go, this isn't working. Yeah. I'm just going to give up when, you know, in our experience you have to persevere through that. And that, A, it's okay. They're kids. They're going to roll around. They're going to play. They're going to be distracted. Just like when you pray to the Lord. Don't, pr- don't pretend like you don't lose your track a- of mind and start thinking about other things when you're talking to the Lord. And yet yeah. he bears with you. But also, the more you do it, the longer you do it, the more they grow into, um, the more they grow into a familiarity with... Uh, with uh, I'm so distracted right now. And Pat's seen it for the first time. What? When Jimmy, oh, stop it. <laughs> when Jimmy wants to say something... When, and he doesn't want to forget what he's going to say. He crosses his finger like he's making a wish in a fountain, and he holds them up by his ears, and then he holds them there so that he can remember what he's going to say. So, okay, go ahead, Jimmy. What, what you had? So uh, those
2: weren't air quotes. Is that no, what that's not? No, that's okay. not an
0: air quote. No, that's, okay. No, uh, but speaking about what you're talking about with kids, I think that it's important that we, as parents uh, or as shepherds, what, those that are teaching on Sunday mornings and all that stuff. That we uh, bear that in mind that different you know different age groups right. need age appropriate curriculum yeah and I'm thinking of like in Hebrews you know even uh, the writers they're talking about when you were a child I gave you milk yeah when you were young in your faith I, I gave you milk but as you grow then I start giving you those meat and potatoes too many times I think we want to give our kids meat and potatoes yeah. when what they need is the basics and just keep nailing that over and over until they've got that and they can now move into something else.
2: Yeah. Part of discipleship is, is repetition, Mm -hmm. you know, to have your kids say, oh, I've heard this one before. Is not necessarily a bad thing?
0: Exactly. That's good. I agree.
1: So, you know, a lot of what we're talking about here is, you know, discipling your kids and, um, there's different ways to go about this, right? There's, I mean, would you agree, Pat? Is there is there one way that's the best way for all families to use in training up their kids in the way that they're supposed to go?
0: And if you're not doing it, you're a sinner.
2: Um, no, there's not a best way. Um, yes, you are sinning against your kids if you're not leading them towards the Lord um, on a on a regular and consistent basis. Having an intentional plan. Right. Right. Um, but yeah. We have to mix it up. We have to do different things at different times. Especially with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. What is that? I bet mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, Come on now. Yeah, come Dude, on, they're man. 12, and they, and they yeah. still can't sit still for 10 minutes. Oh, no. They're 12, and one of
1: them's Tommy. Okay? And, yeah. Now, listen, Tommy, if okay. you're listening. Okay, hey, no, Come on now. If no, you're stop. listening, Tommy. Tommy's the man. I love Listen, I love you, and uh, you're awesome, but you uh, are like oh. Mike's my, my sons, and you get distracted easy, and you're thinking about games and all that kind of stuff, so like my kids variety is not just the spice of wife uh, spice of life it's the necessary ingredient uh that you that you need in order to make progress did you seriously
2: just say spice of wife i did say it came out (laughs) spice of wife
1: okay i just want to make sure i heard that right i am the spice of my wife what's up okay yeah i'm I'm not i'm out out. that's right yeah you guys tap out because i'm the spice (laughs) call me spice I noticed I, I have this conversation, and I, I'm coaching a guy right now, and we were just talking about this. And, um, you know, he's doing family worship. So, formal family worship or family devotions, which just means that you bring your family together or your household together for a specific period of time. And typically, you read the word, yeah. you pray, maybe you sing a song, uh, something like that. It's, it's Get the very, tambourine out. It's very don't, no tambourine. It's <laughs> very, very simple. But he's been getting some some expectations from some of the the reformed guys who are suggesting that it really needs to be a long serious sober thing oh my goodness that it needs to be lengthy and it needs to have some formal structure to it that's more like a church service and
0: thou
2: father art good
0: and you bless us all abundantly with blessings that's pretty good man i think that's what they're thinking that's what they're thinking uh okay so i just wanted to and that's
2: where they'd be wrong yeah yeah
0: thank you pat See, I only believe that now because Pat said it. Yeah, don't believe it because I say it. Believe it because the Bible says it, or Pat says Pat it. Pat says it. Um, the Pat was it? That's a
1: PSV Pat Standard Version. Yeah, yeah. So Pat Perpetual. If if people want to take like family devotions or family worship seriously, uh, what do you think are some of the things that they need to keep in mind as they're as they're getting into it?
2: The big three things that that I regularly talk to parents about is keep it short. It doesn't have to be more than ten minutes you know when your kids are under 3 yeah. you're going to be lucky to get to 10 minutes um keep it scriptural and keep it fun keep it fun for them you know if if you're if your kids are into drawing mm-hmm. let them draw the story you just told them as you're t- you know as you're t- as you're talking about it and asking them questions yeah. read it have questions um but let them kind of experience it their way. It's going to be much more memorable for memorable for them that way.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. And it, it, I like that you even mentioned a time f- slot. You know, like I look, h- aim for 10 minutes. Um, here's just for all you TRs, you truly reformed guys, which just means you think you're more reformed than everybody else, but usually means you, you're not, and you don't really know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> for you like guys that want to impose like super lengthy periods of time for corporate worship and think that you're being reformed. Um, I've got the references so I can show you uh, and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, one of the Puritans in arguing and in, in arguing for family worship uh, gave us a, gave us a time frame. actually gave us the amount of time that ought to be spent in family worship. And who was that Puritans? Uh, I think it was either Thomas Watson or Samuel Lee. Okay, well, Um,
0: we don't prepare, so you're going to
1: have that. We'll have that in the show notes. Yeah, like I said. what do they say? So, Puritans. Not just, like, you know, magisterial reformers. We're talking Puritans. Yeah. Okay. Family worship. Now, they would do it twice a day. They would do it in the morning and in the evening, typically. Okay. Okay. Again, different pace of life, different schedule, different culture, but fine, cool, morning and evening. Mm -hmm. Most UTRs aren't doing that.
0: Okay, but um, how long is family worship?
1: Guess. What do they say? You guess.
0: Uh, I'm going to guess... I'm, you,
1: know, you can guess low because...
0: Yeah, I'm going to say 15 minutes.
1: You already know, don't you
0: bet? I'm sticking with my 10 minutes.
1: Uh, I think they said about 15 minutes, yeah. Bam! Bada bam! And again, this is not for children. This is for the household. So it's everybody, not yeah. just... yeah. So the point is, is that family worship can be awesome. Yeah. It's not the only way to do it uh, what has to be done is we have to be investing in our family with the word and with prayer. If you're doing family, formal family worship, then yeah, it doesn't have to be that long. You, if you can't get it done in 15 minutes,
0: you ain't getting it done. That's too much. I I think then kids are just, especially for our younger ones, it's just not going to, you gotta be sensitive. And then it's going to be something that they're not looking forward to. Right? right. Like if it, I think that's, that's some of the things, you know, like even like our children's ministry here. And I know we're going to talk about that after the break. Um, but these kid our kids my kids i i can only speak for my kids they love coming you know the curriculum is is so good they love yeah. coming to church we ain't got no fire trucks we ain't got no fire trucks there's no
1: jump jamboree jungle gym there's nope. nothing
0: like that no nope, no nope. but they they love coming uh they love the fellowship and they love the teaching and we, you know after well we'll talk about that later on so um you know
1: we're 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 dads three mm-hmm. of us here are dads We love our kids. Mm -hmm. We want to invest in our families. You know, we love the church. We invest in the church. And, you know, when you guys go home and it's time to go to sleep, like sometimes my mind is racing so much I can't sleep. Yeah. I just, I I need to, I need something to just kind of get my mind off of everything that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it, Jimmy, one of the great ways to kind of pull your mind out of the mess that is life. Yeah. Right. And, and move it into a particular
0: focused direction to help us. Perfect. Could be audiobooks. I believe so. And you know what? Audible.com is the place to go. That's right. For the listeners of Doctrine and Devotion, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to check out their service. And we're continuing to recommend Institutes of the Christian Religion by John Calvin. Listen, it's 67 hours. Some of you guys have been complaining. It's 67 hours. You've got a lot of time. You could listen while you're working out. You can listen while you're driving. You can listen while you are working. I do that often. Going to sleep. you oh, want no, to know why? Why? Yeah, because you even, sometimes, osmosis? No,
1: man, while you're going to sleep, you set it for like 15, 20 minutes and you listen to it and then ah, you nod off and then you come back in the you morning, go. boom, back Bam, it up a little bit and you're ready you go. to go.
0: So there you go. So uh, Who
1: complains about a free book that's too long?
0: Well, 67
1: hours of awesomeness? Yeah, si- yeah, 67 hours. I bet well, you nerds loved Lord of the Rings. You ain't complaining about how long those movies are.
0: No, we don't. Pat and I, we love those movies. <laughs> we get the extended versions. All right.
2: I, have, but, I actually have both. Yeah, And I have the books on CD, They're or on, on, on audio. C- on
0: audio, okay. From audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash doctrine, and go ahead and grab Institutes of the Christian Religion. Pat, back to it. Um, children's ministry should begin
1: in the home. It should mm-hmm. really be the foundation of children's ministry. But the church is called to make disciples. Of all believers, and that includes people of all ages and includes children, if yeah. your church is not investing in children you, you're not doing what Christ has called the church to do you can't go like well does the discipleship, the discipleship of children is just uh, exists in the realm of the parents uh you're ignoring I believe the the call of Christ to make disciples so we equip parents to do the primary uh work, but then we come alongside what do we do at Redeemer? A lot of people want to know yeah. you know what uh what curriculum we use what's the format how does it all work on a so let's start off with how it looks on a sunday morning at redeemer
2: um we start out we start out and we have a check-in system we use um, kid check um, now what is that it's a, a a name tag it's a way to it's a security way to to check in our kids so that not only do we have an attendance record but there are safety features built yeah. into that, so um, that somebody who's not authorized to pick up their kid at the end of service doesn't do that. Yeah. And um, we we've really been happy with with KidCheck. I and mean, there are others, there are other systems out there. This is the one we use. It's actually the one we recommend.
0: And it's for protection. It's for the protection of the kids, and like you
2: said, the attendance for, aspect for the security of the kids. Yeah. And and for the peace of mind of the parents, yeah, they like and I've blogged on this before. Like I hate the fact that we have to have yeah. something like this, yeah. but it's the world we live in. That's so, it.
1: and what about the people that are working with those, with the kids? Um, so like the parents come in to church on Sunday morning, they they register their kids like a firearm, uh, they register their kids, they get a little sticker. Um, now these kids are going to be going to classes eventually with volunteers. Uh, how do we vet? those volunteers, and how do we train them? Um,
2: All of our people who are all of our volunteers who are teaching Mm -hmm. have to be members. Um, And that's just that they are in line with and not going to teach anything against what um, what what we've laid out at the church. Um, Helpers, because we always want to have two adults in the room at all times, Um, Helpers can be non-members, regular attenders, um, and they're there, an extra measure of security, an extra set of eyes going on while the teacher's teaching. Um, And most of those people who start out in in the helper position, um, a lot of them have moved up into teacher positions as they become available. So it's really cool to kind of watch them. And and we train them. um, We bring them in. Everybody goes through a background check. Um, again, don't
0: and, and every few years they go through a background yeah, check. Yeah, we it's do it just about once. We do it
2: about every three to five years yeah. just to stay current on it. Um, so
1: every new person that comes in, they have to sign a thing saying you can do a background check on me, and we check. We
2: we take all their we take a lot of personal information from yeah. them, um, and we and we run them through that that background check.
1: Okay, Pat. So people come in to church. Uh, they're greeted by uh, the hospitality team mm-hmm. there in the foyer. If they've got kids, they're said, "Oh, if you want your kids to participate, come down here, check them in." But they keep their kids with them right then, right?
2: Um, depending on the age of the kids. So I'm just going to walk through the classes that we have yeah, right now. Do. Um, we have our uh, infants class, which is basically um, newborn through the time when that child can walk on their own and be semi semi-stable. Um and the the workers that are in there, you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings about that. Like, oh, it's just babysitting. Well, we, we train them, we encourage them, um yeah. to be praying for those kids by name, right. to be, to be reminding those kids, hey, Jesus loves you and, you know, God is big and, you know, there's there's toys and songs and stuff that they do even you know just music in the background that's running that that the kids are hearing it you know um from that from from that class they go up to the walkers class that's from whenever they start walking to about two years of age um there's a simple lesson in there maybe five minutes Uh, we use the desiring god the the uh, toddler curriculum in there Um, it's 12 lessons Mm -hmm. we spend a month on each lesson and because we have People rotating through there, um, even if the kid is here every day every day of that month, they're hearing it four different ways. Um, up to the toddler's class. So that's two through four for the walkers, right? Roughly. No, no, no. no. no t- walk from whenever they start walking, walking to, two, to two. Walking to two. Got it. Then from we have our toddler's class from mm-hmm. two to four. Um, and so all those three classes right there, they're out of service. They are taken care of throughout the entire service.
1: So the parents drop those kids off with the teachers before they go in for Sunday morning. And the
2: toddler's class is still using that toddler's curriculum from Children Desiring God. And it's just a a more lengthy conversation with those kids because they can sit at the table and they're coloring and they're having snack while the teacher's teaching the lesson. Um, Then we have two other classes, Mm -hmm. our primary class and our intermediate class. Our primary class, which is our biggest class right now, um, goes from... Pre-K through first grade, gotcha. so it's a kind of a wide, a wide group of kids that we have in there. Um, we're actually using the Jesus Storybook Bible curriculum in there. Um, we just recently went back to it because what we were, what what I did introduce there was a little bit more than the kids could handle, mm. um, and so we're going back to the children or the uh, Jesus Storybook Bible. Um, And so those kids start out in the service with their parents. And we do that intentionally because most things, when you're learning, most things are caught rather than taught. We want moms and dads to teach their kids how to worship. We want moms and dads to sit with their kids and let them experience the musical aspects of worship and communion um, so that they can be teaching their kids what, why these things are important.
1: So this is four years old and up, Yeah. right? That that stay with the parents until their classes.
2: Right. And so right, right as the announcements are ending and the sermon is about to start, there's an announcement made that if you want your child four years old through fifth grade, if you want them to participate in Journey Kids, they can be dismissed now and their teachers and helpers will lead them to their classes in the back. So those kids leave so we have the primary class which is pre K through 1st grade and then um we have a 2nd grade through 5th grade class that is using um Marty Machowski's the Gospel Story Bible curriculum and and what we like about the Jesus Storybook Bible curriculum what I like about um the Gospel Story Bible is the fact that with the with the Jesus Storybook Bible we have 52 or 42 lessons mm-hmm. so Yes, those kids are going to hear those same stories over and over, but for a couple years. Yeah, You're going to get up into the second through fifth grade class. Now I have three years to walk them through the Gospel Story Bible curriculum. They're going to get it once, maybe one and a half times, depending on, wow. on how long they're there. And And both of those things are... Redemptive history from, from Genesis to Revelation. Mm-hmm.
0: So now, so for those old, older kids, right, that are, um, that don't, or they start off in the service, what goes on, what do we encourage these parents to be doing with their kids in the service before they're heading off to class?
2: We're, 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 we're teaching by letting them observe mm-hmm. what worship is about. And we're walking them through. Here's, you know, we're, we're teaching them the songs that we sing. Yeah, we're teaching them the rhythms that we go through in order and to 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 display what corporate worship is about. Yeah, it's good. That's good.
0: Oh, I got a question. If that's okay, I don't yeah. know if you got another one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, now we've talked about we've talked about what to do during the week. You know, as far as family devotions, we've talked about. The Sunday morning uh, what are your suggestions for after the service when we're having lunch or later on that day how do we how do we help our how do we help uh, nail down what was learned at church
2: we ask questions okay um, and we ask questions that can't be answered by either a yes or a no. Yeah, the open-ended questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want you, you want them to talk about what they what they learned and mm-hmm. and you want you want to help them you want to hear what their memory verse was.
1: Yeah. And for the for the ones that are in the service, I know you and Jake put together and you got the idea from another church out there. But you guys put together a sermon note sheet for youth, yeah. That asks specific questions. We'll put that in the show notes so you can see it. But it's really helpful. Hey, what was the what was the your favorite song today? That was sung? Yeah. Or What was the main passage that was preached on? And and it's got very specific questions that are guided but very open. And I think that's really helpful as well. Well, kind of as we're, as we're looking throughout the week, right? So we've got we got parents discipling their kids throughout the week. We've got Sunday morning uh, with the local church assembled. What about community groups? A lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, when most of the church plants uh, out there these days, they start with community groups and then go to corporate worship, or if they start corporate worship, the very next thing that they produce are community groups. They generally aren't doing Sunday school for all ages. They might have uh, teaching for kids during the teaching hour or during worship, but um, community groups play a, a central role in the life of our church, and one of the most common uh, issues that are complex that community groups have to deal with is kids. What do we do with the kids? Um, you know, obviously if they're old enough, they can sit and and have the conversation and all of that. But what do you do with little kids in, in a CG that, uh, what are your recommendations, Pat, that community groups can do with a lot of them just don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. This is crazy. The kids are all over the place
2: and it's just bizarre.
1: What are your recommendations?
2: Um, first uh, like my community group does like jimmy 's does and like yeah. i 'm recommending to a lot of our community groups is have some instruction time for them yeah. i mean we 're getting together the purpose isn 't the purpose of the community group is not instruction mm-hmm. the purpose is to build community yeah and one of the ways we do that is we 're building community with a purpose, so that purpose is Christ, and so we want to bring him up and and let the kids know this is this is part of who we are. This is part of a regular conversation mm-hmm. that you know they they're not getting at school, that they're not getting necessarily with their friends, and so. But we but we have to take our faith seriously, and so you know, and 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 for our group, it's it's ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not much longer than our family devotions would be, where we're reading scripture, where we're reading through a story, um. And and we're spending some time in prayer.
1: So paint a picture for the people that are listening, yeah. like, cause they don't do this. And most of them, if they have CGs, probably aren't doing this. So uh, how, how does it look like people start arriving at what time and what, just kind of lay out the, the way it flows.
2: So for our community group, um, we meet on Saturday mornings. We start at 10 AM and we're wrapped up by 1230. Um, and so we'll spend that first half an hour just hanging out, mm-hmm. just talking, catching up what, about how people's weeks went. Kids are running around. They're playing. It's loud. With my group, um, the kids outnumber the adults three to one. <laughs> so, yeah, we have we have a lot of um, kids in our group. And so we've just kind of adopted that motto of just embrace that chaos. It's going to be loud. Yeah. It's family life. That's right. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Um, so that's about the first half hour. Um, and that's while food is being prepared because we found out with our group meeting when we do like if we don't get a meal into them, we're going to miss a window and kids are going to start to get hangry. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, um, we incorporate a meal into ours. And so as that food is getting prepared and being set out, yeah. one of the adults, sometimes it's me, sometimes it's, sometimes it's another member of the group. will will gather all the kids. We'll do our kid lesson. We'll pray. We'll pray for the food we'll help our kids get their food and get si- get situated and eat mm-hmm. and you know while the adults are gathering their food and that's when we have our adult conversation about the the sermon okay, and then so we'll guys, wrap our group up with an adult time of prayer yeah so
1: you guys uh, in your in your case you're discussing you're using the discussion guide for uh what was preached on Sunday. And what are the kids doing during that whole discussion time? Are they, are they eating? And what happens when they're done eating?
2: Um, regularly, they're coming in, showing us plates that are, you know, half full of food. So we have to tell them, no, go back and finish your, mm-hmm. Finish mm-hmm. your lunch. Uh, they'll clean them. We have a, a few older kids who will help the little ones clean up. And then they go back to playing. And yeah. it's typically, you know, we're just coming to the end of summer now. But they would go outside. The house that we meet at isn't my house, um, but we're meeting at somebody else's house. They have a nice playground in their backyard. They can go downstairs yeah. in the basement that's fully furnished and, you know, where that family keeps, like, that's basically the kid's zone, and so that's where all the toys are. And, you know, and so the adults are pretty much left alone, you know, unless there's a problem, yeah. right? which typically happens because so-and-so said so something and then got hit and yeah, then, yeah. you know... And, we, you know, we deal with that drama, but that's just part of the chaos of being right. a family. So. That's right.
1: And like you have an approach here that, that blesses the kids, um, that honors the responsibility of the adults, that provides for the adults, and yet it's still going to be messy. That's CGs it. are messy, and it's, there's not going to be a neat, clean, pristine way of doing it, and that's if true. that's what you want, you really don't want family life. Right. You don't really want community. Yeah, You want something else. So I I really think that's great. I think that's
2: important. And with younger kids, it gets a little more complicated because now you're dealing with bedtimes. Now you're dealing with little kids who need to be supervised, you know, who can't just, we can't just send you downstairs to play. You're going to hurt yourself and or others. And so, you know, we've had it in the past where one or two adults on a rotation basis are rotated through to... It's your night to go with the kids tonight. So yes, for that night, that adult misses the conversation, you know, but even, but even then it was, okay, while we're eating, what are your prayer requests, Mm -hmm. Right, you know, so that we can be praying for you. That's right. And then there, you know, even, even after the the group is over, we're, we're sending those, those Prayer requests in totality out to the group to be right. praying throughout the That's week right. so. via email,
1: and it's not a burden. Like exactly. okay, so I mean, perhaps there is a level of sacrifice, like there is with any real service. But you now are privileged with the responsibility of spending time with the kids, and that w- will include a lot of fun, yeah. a lot of like parental kind of observations and control, safety, uh, but also the opportunity to build relationships and to. Yeah you know, even teach or instruct. So, I mean, and and you're also serving the parents then. Yeah. Goodness, like a lot of our wives are stay-at-home moms and they need a break. Yeah. They need a break. And so, like, I'm always, I'm happy to go in our CG and hang out with the kids because I don't have to do that. You know,
0: I don't do that on Sunday. So to give the moms a break is... is, uh, And we were like, our group is a lot of younger kids, as you're talking about. So we do ours from 5.30 to 7. P.M. Yeah, 5.30 to 7 p.m., uh, so that these younger kids can go home, go to bed, because now a lot of them are now in kindergarten or in, or in first grade. Uh, but we're also very intentional in what we call the friendly dragon or friendly dungeon, uh, which is where the kids go after our lesson and after snack time. Uh, and we have a rotation like Pat does, one or two adults that go down there. And we we're intentional in telling RCG, uh, this is not just serving other people, but we want you to be building relationships with our kids because there's a reality. I think sometimes as kids get older, they're going to have questions or they're going to want to go to somebody. And I want my kids to know there is a safe adult. If they don't feel comfortable talking to me about something, they might feel like this is awkward. I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about that with dad yet. I want them to go to, to Mr. Kotoff. You know, I want them to go to Mr. Bautista I want them to go talk to these other safe adults and know that there are other people that they can go to if they don't feel comfortable for some reason or another to talk to mom and dad about, right? Cause that's the whole part of the family aspect that you're talking about.
1: That's what I, that's what I think of when you're saying that is like, this really is a family. Yeah. This is not a gym where we go and work out and say hi to each other. This is a family. We're all a part of it. We all actually care
0: for each other
2: because that's how discipleship happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's in, it's in the norm, you know, we we have to include the normal everyday to day stuff. Yeah, in discipleship, it can't. It's not just a formal process that some people are involved in.
0: Exactly, and that's even like we had a we had a guys and kids thing, right? Like with just all the guys with all the kids having a barbecue. And there's a few guys that couldn't make it because they had to work, and you know it would have been awkward. We we felt as a group it would stink to not have those kids because they're part of the family. I, I want these kids to be here. So it's like no problem for us to have these kids come watch these kids uh because it's not a burden to us. It's so just, it's a family. Let's just be clear here. Your CG is the best CG ever. Your CG is the best CG. Tell them, Pat. Your Jimmy CG is the best group ever. <laughs> Keep going. Jimmy CG is the best group ever.
1: <laughs> so Jimmy CG had the idea of let's do uh guys or Adult dudes, what, what did you call? We it? call it guys and kids barbecue. Right. So it's a guys. So you got all the kids from your CG and yep. all the dads and, and single men and all that. Yep. And you all got together and you had a, a barbecue park. at the park.
0: And what'd you tell the wives? Uh, do whatever you want. You can get rest if you want to go. If you want to stay home and relax, that's fine. If you want to go out with friends, go ahead and do that. They all just decided. Well, we're just going to go together to someone's house, have dinner, and do a craft
1: night. Yeah,
0: so that's that's why Redeemer rocks right there. Yeah. We <laughs> want to be together. We enjoy spending time, and we enjoy not just spending time with adults, but this is kind of what we're getting to is yeah. we we value our children. Yeah, we awesome. value our children as part of the life of the church.
1: That's great, man. So, Pat, when, um, when you're teaching adults, when you're training parents, um, what are some of the resources, and I'm sure you've already mentioned some of them, What are some of the primary resources that you would recommend to parents that want to invest in their children, theologically, biblically, spiritually?
2: Um, one of the books we end up recommending often, or I recommend often is, um, Ted Tripp, Shepherding and Child's Heart. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, that that's a big one. Um, and I'm always reading new stuff. Like I just read, um, Relentless parenting. Um, that's a great book, especially with teenagers. That that you know you have to be relentless in making a heart connection with your kids. Yeah, especially as they're teenagers and they're kind of coming into their own. They're, yeah, sometimes they, drifting away. Right, right, and you know that's that's the that's their kind of knee jerk reaction. And mm-hmm. so if you have that heart connection, if you're focused on their hearts and not their behavior, then yeah you know um yeah those are the those are the two big ones right now i have a whole list on yeah. my on my blog of, and we'll link to that
0: please yeah we're going to link yeah. to that uh, i would also suggest uh uh memory verses there's a memory verse pack by children's desiring god uh some people have asked for that what's link. it called uh, it's it's a memory verse it's was it kingdom builders or something well, what's like that? the ministry Children's Desiring
2: God. No, children. I don't think it's called one.
1: Children's Desiring
2: God. Children is the plural. Hey, you know what, guys? Chil,
1: chil, yeah. Hey, guys! Child children's children. Desiring God.
2: All right. All right, And they're called fighter verses. Fighter verses. Yeah, that's the one.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? I uh, I, I don't. I'm helping you
2: out, dude. I, well, you guys are making me look stupid. No, I think
1: Jim, no, you're a doing a fine job on, on your own. own. All yeah. right, you're
0: my third best friend, Pat. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> you, so, anyways, I find those helpful. I know some people have asked. We've talked about that before. Uh, for links to that, so we'll go ahead and put that in the show notes,
1: yeah, really, really good stuff. um We mentioned some catechisms there's uh the the children's catechism yep. uh Tom Askell edited one and put a great one together. It's even got uh songs and memory verses in there, uh really good stuff, but I think we would all agree if you've got little ones. Uh, Get that Jesus Storybook Bible yes. and and enjoy it. You'll be blessed by it. My wife and I took our kids through it when we first got it, and we got to the end of it. My wife went, you know, I learned more by reading that bu- that book than I did in the Old Testament and New Testament classes in Bible college. Mm-hmm. No, it was, it's it was great, man. It that good. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out.
0: I've literally cried. Dude, you at, cry all the time. I know, time. but I've
1: literally cried. Yeah, you literally cry all the time. I Okay, not all the time. We call you Weeping Willow.
0: No one called. Yeah, me we Pat. absolutely me cut that? Pat.
2: That's your face. See. Thank you, Pat. All right,
0: I've literally cried at the Am end. Am like your fifth I, best friend could, now? No, fourth. Um, no, yeah, because it's so it's so powerful. It is. It's so powerful and it hits you. Like, it's
1: never cheesy. That's. Yeah. It. I mean,
0: it's it, so many storybook bibles
1: are offensive. They're yeah. so gross. This is just good biblical theology yes. that shows you the story of redemption, pointing to Christ all the way through.
0: The art is really interesting. Yep, uh, Really, really good stuff. I it's love great. It. Special thanks to Justin Bond of J. Bond Media. We like that guy. Yeah, our audio and visual wizard. Uh, we would not sound as good as we do without J. Bond. So if you have any audio or visual needs, uh, please hit up. Justin of jbonmedia.com. Uh Joe, how could people support us uh, and support the podcast? Uh,
1: you can send cash no. to- No. 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 Checks? No. Money order? No. Credit card number? No. Okay. PayPal. Okay. Uh, PayPal. 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 All right, the good. Way. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. If,
0: we'll take all Bitcoins. <laughs> uh,
1: if you want to support the podcast and, and help us to do this and to do more, uh, check out- our amazon links on our website doctrineanddevotion.com. uh if you click through any of those amazon links mm-hmm. and there's one at the way top of the website if you click through that and order anything uh we get a little bit of that uh doesn't charge you any extra but we get a little small percentage of that and that can help us to pay for hosting and yeah. website and all of that so that's one way uh but honestly we would just love for you to be a real part of the dnd community so Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram that's at Doc and Devo. You can go to our facebook page slash doctrine and devotion, and we love hearing from you. You guys send us all kinds of yeah, messages all lots. the time every day and so if you want to send us a direct uh, message or an email, you can go to our website and click the Contact Us page and fill out the form, send it to us. We read every single one, and as God allows us to, we <laughs> respond. They are increasing rapidly, yeah. and so... It's hard uh, for us to keep up with it. We uh, we are reading them, and we really, really do appreciate
0: them. You can also head over to iTunes and leave us an honest five-star review or whatever podcast feeder you are using, and tell a friend if this has been beneficial to you uh, and it's been encouraging and it's something worthwhile, please share it.
1: Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday.
0: Pat? Pat's got something to say. Well, yeah, I left my Amazon. It's still not up, dude. You, you left your Amazon? Where'd you leave your Amazon at? You left
2: his Amazon. Where'd I left you the iTunes thing. You did I it wrong. You, you did you it wrong, You definitely
0: Pat. did it wrong. So we want to thank Pat for coming on out. Uh, we all know that you love him. We love him. We enjoy having him around. We love spending time with him. So thanks, Pat, for making the Joe Fat possible. Yeah, man. And you can uh some later. Yeah, that thanks, dude.